Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Welcome to Money Savage, Savage Approach to Personal Finance. This is George Graubacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Maddie Dykewald. Maddie, are you ready to do this? I'm ready if you are, George. How are you doing? I am doing great. Let's let's do this. Maddie is the co-founder and senior vice president with Age Wave. I'm excited to have you back on the show. Maddie, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, big questions. Well, as you might remember, uh, we started AgeWave back in 1986. So we've been around for a really long time. And when we started it, we literally, my husband Ken and I, started it at our kitchen table. And it blossomed into a real company relatively quickly. And in the beginning, our one message to mostly corporate America was, you know, 50 is no longer over the hill. There's this vital market that has money and wants to spend money and wants to enjoy life and stay healthy. And really, this was a market that was undiscovered, unexplored, and needed to be paid attention to. That was our message, and it resonated, and it helped corporations open up the 50-plus market in ways that it had never done before. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. So we are having this conversation on April the 30th, and you are in the Bay Area, and I'm in in Arizona, and we were talking about how it's been locked down for for what seems like a long time now, a couple of months. Um, What... As as you've been going through this 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 interesting period, what's what's been top of mind for you? Yeah, it's uh, well, the two pillars that hold up this time in well, actually, I think there's more than two, but the two pillars that are the focus of daily conversations, both on the media and with people through Zoom or through Skype or through whatever mechanism is available, um, happens to be about both health and money. Uh, Those seem to be two of the most important things. And then, of course, there's also the whole idea of social connection. And we're feeling it more and more during this period of time than ever before. And so we see people who don't even feel tech savvy beginning to get on Zoom or house party and doing all these calls with people that maybe they haven't even been in touch with for 20, 30 years. So it's actually been kind of a renaissance for social communications and connections. Yeah, isn't that an interesting thing, right? People that 
who would probably describe themselves as as not tech savvy or, or just maybe tech tech illiterate all of a sudden well you know what i bet i can figure this out and they discovered that it's not as hard as they maybe thought and all of a sudden they're connected to people to your point that they hadn't talked to in forever so it's really interesting and by the way i think there's an opportunity to really foster intergenerational relationships not just by getting on zoom together but maybe having a grandchild help a grandparent figure out well how do i make this whole thing work anyway and uh, that's something that i'd like to see more and more of because some older people are just they're afraid of the tech and rather than being afraid of it they need to embrace it and if they can get somebody in their family who's younger to help them. It also creates a bond. And that bond is really something that I think is super important. Yeah, I I certainly couldn't agree with that more. I think one of the biggest um, indicators of happiness is is, is our social connectedness. And, you know, obviously in a time when we're feeling very isolated, because we are, uh, I think that that's an important thing. And you know, I think that I could probably find a, a young person to help me learn how to use TikTok and stuff like that. So there's plenty of technology that, that me as a 41-year-old has no idea how to use. So. Yeah, TikTok. I <laughs> want to see dancing on TikTok. Yes, yes. Perfect. So, all right. So and by the way, when it comes to social isolation, uh, it's really an interesting thing because loneliness is not the same thing as being alone. Those are two different things. Being alone is kind of a nice thing sometimes, but being lonely is a whole other game. And that being lonely, they equate that, according to many studies, to the equivalent of smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. So it's got health risks connected to it. Wow. They equate equate being lonely as smoking two packs a day. Okay. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah. So, are okay. I mean, there's got to be so many folks out there right now who are just because they don't have connections or family connections or community connections that are feeling lonely. Um, and I don't know if those people are listening to the podcast or, or not. But how 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 would you? I mean, from 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 both sides from the person who is feeling lonely, but then for people who say, you know what, I have a neighbor or I I know of somebody who I don't know if he or she has anybody that they're talking to, how would you approach that, that situation? I would say that if you know somebody who's in that situation, to reach out to them uh, and to be proactive about it uh, because they need the kind of support that they're not getting. And uh, I think that it's up to all of us to create community. And one of the ways of doing that is to maybe reach out to people that aren't even in your network. Just as an example, we live next door to a woman who's in her late 80s, maybe, and her husband had passed away not so long ago, and probably about six months ago, a year ago. And I know that her family has embraced her completely. But if they hadn't, I should be over there every day bringing her meals. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I think that, that we can all sit back and think, okay, I know that there's somebody in my life that I need to be doing a better job of reaching out to. Um, and I also know that if I wait till till 5 or 6 or 7 o'clock at night to do that, then maybe I won't be motivated to do it because I'll be tired. Um, 
So do you think that there's a, a good practice on, on is it doing it at the same time every day or is there something like that just to make sure that I'm actually doing it? Yeah, George, that's a really good question. You know, I'm not a psychologist or a therapist, but what I would say is when we create patterns like what you're suggesting, like maybe saying, okay, every day I'm going to take a break from work or watching television or reading a book at the same exact time, let's say 10 a.m. in the morning, and I'm going to do something to be kind to somebody else, that would be a good thing. And if we all created that pattern, I think they say it takes 90 days to create a new habit, that would change who we are as a world. And I think it would change us, I don't want to sound corny, but in a really positive way. I think it 100% would. And the only way that we'll know is if we actually try. So I think that, yeah, creating that pattern, that habit, picking out a time, just taking a break from whatever you're doing, if it's work or a hobby, and then reaching out to somebody or a handful of people. Yeah, I think that that would make a big difference for, for you and, and, and for the other people. So Absolutely. Yeah, and it would make you feel good. It's like a mm-hmm. win-win. And one of the things that really I find disturbing is that if you turn on CNN or Fox or whatever happens to be your media of choice, there is very little conversation about how we can do this better, how we could be nicer to each other, kinder to each other, and, you know, more socially connected, which in fact would maybe make our whole situation that we're going through right now much, much better. Oh, 100%. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should get on Twitter or something and and, and start tweeting at Fox and MSNBC and CNN and say, hey, how about a little bit of kindness? That would probably go a long way. I'll do it if you do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and that's something that, that I I really have been working hard um, during this time to do exactly those two things, to be kinder um, and also to be more aspirational because I'm having all these conversations about what to do for the next time this happens financially and to put yourself in a position. Um, yeah. And I, I don't want to come off as, as finger-waving or, or, or negative. Um, so I, I appreciate what you're saying. And if we could just take that mindset uh, throughout our actions and our, our interactions with other people, I think that that would go a long way also. Couldn't agree more. So important. So in terms of, um, in terms of resiliency and, and just being healthier and stronger, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think one of the most amazing things is that, again, the media they're not focused on that. There is there a cure? Is there a vaccine? I mean, that's the conversation that we see going on. Instead of how can we make ourselves ha- ha- be more resilient from a health and a finance standpoint? Uh, because they're so interconnected. And just as an example, we know it's a fact that your immunity can be built by taking certain steps. Uh, we know, for instance, eating a healthy diet makes you more resilient, which makes your immunity rise dramatically uh, in terms of being able to withstand diseases like COVID-19. In addition to which, we know that exercise makes a huge difference, a huge impact. And there's been a lot of conversation about how older adults are more 
vulnerable to COVID-19. And that's probably true. And part of the reason that that's true is that they're more likely to have uh, chronic degenerative disease at the same time that they're battling COVID-19, uh, a co chronic degenerative disease like heart disease or diabetes or even just high blood pressure or cancer. Um, these are things that chip away at your immune system and we've got to strengthen them. So diet, exercise, those are fundamentals. But there's also supplements you can take that have been proven to really beef up your immune system of things like zinc. I mean, it's a simple thing. C, vitamin C. It's been linked with building immunity and resiliency. So why not up your vitamin C, uh, up your zinc? Uh, there are other things. Elderberry, they say that elderberry can help strengthen your immune system. So those are just three examples, but there are tons more. And I would say that financial resiliency can also be something that you need to really focus on in light of this COVID-19 epidemic, pandemic, uh, more than ever. Yeah. <clears throat> so much of this is is not our fault, obviously. <laughs> the fact that COVID-19 is is a thing is not our fault, and, and getting no. it is, is not our fault, and the economy stopping is not our fault. Um, having asthma cancer that's that's not that's not my fault absolutely not your fault but being overweight having a terrible diet smoking excessive drinking or consumption or drugs not exercising those are i i, I always you know yeah, I, I, I feel like i'm going to get whacked but yes i think that those are well within your control and those are the things that we need to be focused on during times like this yeah absolutely and there's no pointing fingers or shaming because you're right. I mean, there are certain things you just have no control over whatsoever. And, you know, even more important to build up your resiliency. I'm, I have a friend who's going through right now, going through treatment for cancer, and uh, he is having a really interesting moment because he needs to build up his immune system and he's really focused on doing so. So he not only isolates himself and shelters in place, but he's he's certain to exercise every day. He's made his diet far healthier. He stopped drinking. So he's done things to beef up his immunity while he's coping with this horrible disease. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. Could be time for, for hard choices. For I think it is. I think it is a time for for all of us to be making decisions and choices about how it is that that, that we're choosing to live our lives. And obviously, if you are somebody who is, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty years old, it's probably more important than for anybody to to be healthy. But <clears throat> but if you're twenty, thirty years old, I mean. And having a lifestyle, healthy lifestyle, will benefit you obviously throughout your entire life. So, uh, I don't know that that's any groundbreaking information that I just shared there, yeah. but <laughs> but it's an important message to remind people that during this time, you know, rather than comfort food, maybe it's healthy food. <laughs> yeah, or maybe yeah. mixing it up a little bit, just throwing in some healthy food when you're eating the comfort food. Yeah, yeah. What well, you know think that consistency is 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 one of the big keys to success in any kind of an endeavor so if you're consistent with 
your diet and your exercise. You don't need to be running marathons. You don't need to be eating perfect. It's just if for the most part, 80% of the time, 75% of the time, you're, you're, you're eating correctly. There's, there's room to eat what you want also. It's just a matter of a little bit of moderation here and there. 100% agree. Yeah. Especially right now. I mean, there's, there's an immediate need to really keep our immunity levels high. And that is something that is somewhat within our control. Yeah. Well, Maddie, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Uh, Well, I said this last time, I think, and I'm going to repeat it because I think it's really important, especially right now as we're coping with this pandemic, and that is just do something. And when I say just do something, just do something that's good for you and good for someone you love. Simple message. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets Come on. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I think, you know, it's as true three months ago when, when we talked before all this happened as as it is now. So I think that that's excellent. Well, Maddie, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Oh, you can learn by going to my website, which is uh, really hard, but maddiedykewald.com. Uh, or the Age Wave website, uh, age like getting older, wave like a wave in the ocean.com. All one word. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Maddie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to maddiedykewald.com. It's M-A-D-D-Y-D-Y-C-H-T-W-A-L-D.com and agewave.com as well. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Maddie. Thank you, George. Have a great day. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.